Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Matt Wilds. I'm Flora. And we are live next door. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Or maybe Tuesday. I don't know where it's at. Where you at? I don't know. I don't know. Let yeah. me not be presumptuous. You know, it is 20. <laughs> 21 Tuesday may identify as Monday and Monday may identify as Friday. I don't know, but I want to be respectful and I want to make sure I'm making space. So happy smart day. man, smart man, happy day, smart man, happy day, <laughs> happy day, whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that. I know it. I'm getting in trouble for that. I know it. I know it. There's gonna be somebody in my comments and they're gonna be like, mouse. That was that was rude. That was something for I don't know. Listen, I I know. I, I I live my life to make space for black people. So if that was offensive, that's on you. It's not on me. It's on because <laughs> it I, we laughed here. Okay, us with the privilege of knowing what day it is, we laughed. Um, there may be people out there, you know, who don't have the privilege of knowing what day it is. Yep. Are we not knowing what day it is? Shaming. Shaming? Are we, are we? Are we? Are we not knowing what day it is? Phobic. <gasps> mouse, you're mouse. You are a uh, dang. I got What? What is the word for for the, for the weeks? <laughs> the days of the week. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of like what is the actual like the 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 twenty dollar word for the days of the week. You got to make it up. You got to make You're it up. You're day phobic. You just got to make it up. You're day phobic. I look at me. You're weak phobic. Terrible. You're 14 day phobic. Okay, really, honestly, is it is it truly is it truly 14 days or is it a social construct? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we're just having fun. Y'all be all right. Listen, what I do want y'all to understand though, I am a little phobic or something. I am Hakeem Campbell phobic. I am Kimmy Gibbler phobic. What that means? That means if you have not signed up to our Patreon, I'm phobic. I'm tired of y'all broke asses. I'm tired of y'all acting cheap. I understand. Is that, I'm about to say, is it, is it, is it a broke? Is it broke phobic? Broke phobic? I'm definitely broke phobic. Yeah. But like I said, I understand it's a pandorama. I understand. So I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to you, motherfuckers. 
you motherfuckers who's been hitting your SBAs, your PPPs, your unemployment. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, niggas. You who have not, ye who have not Patreoned. Let's fix that. Okay? Head over to patreon.com backslash guys next door pod. Become a patron. Pick up your keys. We tell you every week what's over there. New, uh, new episodes, exclusive yep. episodes. Exclusive episodes. Uh-huh. There we go. Uh Bodega ba- Mobi- We got exclusive Bodega Baptist episodes. We got mm-hmm. full videos of, of the the mon- the Monday and Thursday buffoonery that we take part in. Yep, yep. There's yep. merch. There's merch. There's, and the merch is so fire. Uh, and access, the merch is so fire. There's there's, there's there's access to first tickets to the tour. Huh. Oh, did I just let something out? <laughs> did I just let something out? Yes, <laughs> 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 I guess I did. <laughs> um, all that and more is on our Patreon. Okay, uh, if you want to see what I did for thirty minutes waiting for this recording to start, that too is over there. Um. Indeed. Our text messages are on Patreon. Uh, it's just everything over there. Guys Next Door Pod. Patreon.com backslash Guys Next Door Pod. Go check that out. Um, mm. If you guys have a letter that you want read on air, make sure you send it to Guys Next Door, 123 at gmail.com. Now, if you want that letter read on air, you got to put your own fake name in the subject line or Che's going to read what's in front of her. Now, if it is a relationship question, doesn't have to be. But if it is, you know the rules. Send a picture of you and your suitor, okay? You, suitor. I need to know what's going on because I want to make sure I'm giving fair advice. I don't want to give side teeth advice to a person who don't got no side teeth. Wow. I don't want to do that. Wow. Imagine me giving, because the advice I would give to a person without side teeth is drastically different from the uh, advice I would give to a person who does Jesus not have Christ. side. Who does Jesus have side teeth? Come on, Mouse Jones. Two different people. There's two kind of there's two kind of people in the world. People with side teeth, and you savages. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Um. Also, our YouTube back up and running. So make sure you subscribe. YouTube. You don't want to miss any of the episodes and the uh, buffoonery we got going over there. Uh, YouTube. Co- YouTube content coming as well. So make sure you are subscribed to what Guy Next Door Podcast. That is youtube.com backslash guys next door podcast. Um, boom, boom, boom. Pretty sure. For those who waste their idle time away in quarantine and, and during the pandorama on Clubhouse, guess what? We have a Clubhouse room. So if you are on Clubhouse, bam, bam, make sure you find guys next door and uh, follow it. Follow the greenhouse. Follow the guys next door group. Me, I'll be on there. Mac will be there. Ryan will be there. We'll be having discussions, fun rooms. We do GTD radio. Get the drawers radio every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evening, sometimes on Sunday. It's like Quiet Storm, but way ratcheter and louder. But yes, yeah. come hear yeah, all yeah. your good R&B toxicity feels over there at GTD radio. We, um, we show some love to some of the... Uh, we showed some love to the uh, colored contacts queens. Um, we talked about dirty macking and why it's okay. All that and more, you know. We spoke about that. Uh, so hold on, wait, 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 wait. You said why door. dirty macking is mm-hmm. okay? What? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't say mm-hmm. anything because I, there are a bunch of Mac Wild songs that are definitely uh, dirty macking. So yeah. Well, well, I I'll tell you this. Mouse Jones dirty macked one time and one time only. 
<laughs> and you know what? I don't mind telling the story. What? I don't mind. Oh, oh, oh! I, I, I mean, I it could be story shit. time. It could be story time this early on. Uh, fuck it, story time. And if you want to hear this motherfucking story, guess okay. Where you you gotta take your broke ass to Patreon and sign up because this, this is where the exclusive stories live. Okay. All right. So this is about me dirty macking. Want to let y'all know? Don't regret it. First and foremost, <laughs> if I had the chance to do it again, I'd do it the same exact way today. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I was. So this was back 2018, 2018, 2017. One of them. And I was talking to a young lady. This young lady happened to be like that. Mm. She was bi. She was bisexual. Mm-hmm. She was talking to me. She was talking to another woman. I was okay with this until I seen that the young lady that she talks to resembled me a lot. All right, like, listen, y'all. Now, we've been giving y'all this, literally, literally been giving y'all this podcast for two years. We can finally say two years now. We can, right, yeah, I'm about to say. Two years, yes, probably about yes. two years, but I can say two years. And then for two years, we finally had a technical difficulty, <laughs> but guess what? It's all good now, okay? All right? We're good. We're back. Um. So yeah, there was that. So story time. Go mm-hmm. get that. That was that was mm-hmm. crazy. Um. Now, uh, how are you? I, I don't think we ever asked that. I want to say we don't. We don't. We, yeah, episode. we don't usually like, start like that. And, and that, that's. And I think I think because we kind of know how each other are, or we guess how each other. I mean, we, we is, usually talk all the say, time. We talk very often and. You know, as open as we are on the show, we're pretty much that open in our text messages. So, or even in our FaceTimes and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. we are we are usually very open. But uh, as you ask, I'm I'm good. Are you saying I, I'm uh, I'm about to I'm about to about to about to fold these legs up. <laughs> about to fold these legs up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The fuck? It's, it's good. It's good for lower lumber support. Ha! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, how are you, Mac? How are you? Um. Ah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, bro, I'm I'm good. I you know it's it, it has been. I'm not gonna lie, it has been one of those days that I that I had to sit back and count my blessings, um, and and really just one appreciate the place that I am, two appreciate the place that I've come from, and really understand that you know that this is a marathon and not a sprint. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. it was just another. It was a day of uh, uh, like. Uh, Christina, my mom's, and even myself kicking me in the ass, and just reminding myself that this is a marathon and not a sprint. What about you, brother? I'm good. I am good. I it's it, it's it's weird trying to figure out this space that I guess we've been trying to figure out for the past two mm-hmm. years. Uh, not two years. Uh, past year yeah. though. Um, I'm about to say, yo, we're really about moment, to come up on a year. Of a full year of pandemic. 
Mm-hmm. Yikes. And in that year, so much has changed and so much has regressed. But um, I'm good. I'm good. And I, I'm not one to complain. I'm good. Um, I'll figure it out. Uh, our prayers are with our brother That's Ryan. a big fact. Um, you know, we typically try not to keep... We try and keep these episodes as evergreen as possible. But when family is involved, family is involved. Um, so if y'all wondering where Ryan is, Ryan is dealing with a uh, a death in the family. So, you know, when he hurts, we hurt. So our prayers are with our brother Ryan. Big facts, big um, facts. And, you know, we will, you know, we'll be, he'll be back. He'll be back in the driver's seat. Um, He'll be back in the crib when he's mm-hmm. ready. Um, but until then, me and Matt we are here. here, ladies and gents. Uh, che is here somewhere. Che is, uh, she's, some, she's, some, she's somewhere. somewhere. She's literally somewhere, somewhere in the house. Um, but for well, we're here, and I and and we were talking before. Um, we we're talking offline, mm-hmm. right? Because that sounds so professional. <laughs> we're speaking offline <laughs> about this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, 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 like these these uh these podcasts and clubhouse terminologies have got me. I'm I'm in there. I'm in. We we were speaking about this. We 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 were having a dialogue about a, this a, a slight and a um, slight back and forth. It, 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 a slight back and forth, <laughs> as we usually yes. would. Um, um, but 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 it's it's important that we do it do this uh here with 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 uh with this uh, platform. Indeed, indeed. Um, um, that that I feel is it's 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 almost it's almost like out. I would of like mind. to I uh, I would like to reset the room, guys. If you don't know, you're you're listening to Guys <laughs> Next Door. This is uh the Guys Next Door podcast. I am Mac Wilds. Mouse Jones is on the stage, and you know. <laughs> Make sure you follow. Make sure you follow all the moderators. Make sure you follow all of the moderators. <laughs> oh man, no. But uh, we were talking about what we wanted to talk about today, and um, I think like both of our eyes lit up when we brought up this topic. Um, and it was, I think, I don't know what it is. Maybe because we're like literally, I don't know, not anymore. But uh, we're a little over being fifteen. Like we're we're literally like fifteen years removed from being yep. fifteen. So um, I don't know, but for like the past two months, I've just been like rethinking or like reliving or like reimagining like 15, like what it was to be 15. Like I remember that age so vehemently. I remember the 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 good. I remember all mm-hmm. of the bad, um, all of the twisted mindset we had as 15 year olds. Um, and I look at how, how far, I hope how far a lot of us have come 15 years since. I'm like, what would you do if you had the chance to go back and speak to 15 year, year old you? Right. Mm. So in this episode, the way we're going to preference this is I'm going to throw out some scenarios. Yep. Right. And that's how we're going to talk to 15 year old us in these like blocks almost, if it that does, makes sense. It does. I hear you. Um, so if you guys are at home or if you're at work, there's going to be like, uh, probably be like the most structure you ever get from us <laughs> so enjoy it <laughs> um okay so matt we're gonna kick it off with okay. you um and yo and if you got same thing we're throwing it back for um so mac i'll start off with you you meet 15 year old mm-hmm. you but you go back 15 years mm. right he's not here today you're going back to where he was at. You meet 15-year-old you. Yeah. 
what are the pitfalls in the, the what are those dark moments that you're um, going to warn him about? If you're going to warn him about about them, what what is the what are you going to warn him about, and how are you going to, um, I guess, prepare him for those dark moments? Whew. Uh, fifteen. That was um, that's the wire. Yeah, fifteen was literally the year right before the wire. Um, maybe, maybe just about the year before the wire. Like I've been acting for maybe like a year or two by that time. Haven't really done too much crazy, like nothing too crazy. Did that guest spot Mm -hmm. on uh, Miracles Boys and everything was kind of like, you know, I went to school and told all of my friends and everybody was, oh shit, he's on the end. You remember the end? (laughs) (laughs) The end, yes. (laughs) The end. Um... I would tell, I would tell, uh, I would tell 15 year old me uh, to start. There's a lot of work that that's going to need to be, that's going to need to be done to get to a good place. Um, Mm. And I think at 15, I was, I was very happy. I was very naive to the fact of, or to the ills of the world or even to the ills of my own uh my own mental and how so just i think there's always the, people always say or 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 i often hear especially now that black men especially well black people period but black men especially needs uh need therapy all black men all black people, period, mm. but all all black men. We all kind of go through a, a very traumatic experience being young, black, and in America. So I don't think I fully understood what the microaggressions would have led to. Um, mm. And I would have... Again, I, I don't think, and I'm saying all of this because I don't think my, I don't think the pitfalls came until a little, until much later when everything wow. started to build up. So it, it wasn't until after the build up and me not realizing that there was something really building up that I, that it, it all fell down. But during that age at 15, going, you know, going to a majority white school, coming home, feeling the microaggressions from the kids in my neighborhood and feeling like I had to probably do more or be more because I didn't want them to look at me differently. I I would probably, I would probably help my 15 year old self uh, realize the microaggressions, be able to see them and, and show and let him know like it's okay to understand that these are problems and it's okay to not to say no it's okay to say no to certain things it's okay to say yes to certain things you don't have to be afraid of you don't have to be afraid of what people think you don't have to move because you're trying to impress the hood you don't have to move because you're trying to impress these white people like nigga you gotta do what you gotta do for you um i don't think i realized uh selfishness and that it's I didn't realize selfishness isn't a bad thing until I got older. Mm. So you you felt 
selfish. So you felt selfishness then was like such this bad thing that you didn't even have a healthy level of self selfishness. So so your price probably like you know where it dealt now, but at, back then you didn't realize that you just were setting yourself up not to have any boundaries. Facts. So, so okay. Uh, so same question for you, right? You, you, uh, you mm -hmm. jump in this in this time machine hot tub. Yeah. Uh, you wind up back. <laughs> you wind up back <laughs> in those dark and scary times of <laughs> 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 the 15-year-old Mouse Jones. Mm. Yeah, Mousy. Yeah, that was yeah. Mousy. Young Mousy. Yeah. What was uh what would oh. what would the questions like what would the I I guess the same question. Like what would you what would the what would you tell yourself about the pitfalls that he is about to encounter? <sighs> Fifteen year old me would say, first and foremost, um, and I guess you know, statute of limitations up. At this point. <laughs> um, it's about 15 years, so it makes uh, sense. About 15 years. So listen, if they get me on this, then boy, oh boy, well, I just deserve to get got. Um, 15 year old me. Uh, so at this point, I had been, you know, doing petty little B&Es mm -hmm. um, in a white neighborhood. And I think, I think I didn't, find a gun until I was 15. Mm. So the first thing I would say is don't, don't touch it. <laughs> don't, don't touch it. Um, I, I think people don't understand. Um, and I say this all the time. I did not have to do any of the shit I did. I, I grew up on Long Island. Yes, I grew up on the black side. And yes, it was underserved, underprivileged. But it was a, for all encompassing terms it was a middle class black mm -hmm. neighborhood um i i was not um i was not subject to this the same adversities as some of my counterparts or um some of the counterparts that lived in the inner city right but my choices led me to where my choices led me to um i didn't know who i was without that gun in my hand hmm. Like that gun was an extension. I found ways to bring it to school, to church, to the barbershop. In Jesus' home? It and I did. I did. That thing was the on. Was the thing was hey. on. <laughs> he will get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does something to you, boy. Oh, trust me. Like, I'm about to say, to trust me, like, I know. I know. I, I, <laughs> Like if it, I, I, I tell it, everybody, it, if I didn't get the wire, I would have been a whole different person. You would have got the wire. I would have been a whole different person. And I think a lot of people, they see my disposition. They see I can use really nice words and mm -hmm. speak very eloquently. And, and, and I'm very happy and cheerful. But I keep on trying mm -hmm. to tell people, if I didn't get the wire, my life would have went a whole different way. Yeah, because you would have had to survive. Steep, you would have had to survive Capleton. Absolutely. 200%. Like, you would have had to survive that. So, um, yeah, like, it literally became an extension. You know what I mean? And and I I put myself in a predicament where I couldn't enjoy my childhood. Mm -hmm. 
And I, that's very weird to say at this age. It's like, yo, I didn't enjoy my childhood because I was out wilding. And as much as my parents could, they did all they could to protect me. So we couldn't go do because I was punished or I was being kept because I was being kept away from tearing up neighborhoods and things of that nature. So um, I would also say. Stop being stupid, stupid. Like, you're, you're mad smart. Like, I was the type of kid who would play stupid, but then get mad if you treated me like I was stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know those. Like, you're what? what? You think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid? I know mad words. Fuck what you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm mad good at telling you, like, the only thing I had a problem with was math. Every other subject mm. was fire, boy. Um... I also would have, as I mean, as much as you can, right? As much as you can, because I don't want this to be a thing where it's like everything we learned was wrong. But as much as I could, I probably would have changed my interactions with with girls mm -hmm. and love, and because I was I was so against it. About about to say, I, I was feel so like against we, it. We started to talk about this on a previous mm -hmm. episode, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I was I was so against it just because, you know, I remember my dad saying, you know, don't don't worry about these girls, you know, they the girls will come. You know, you don't need no girlfriend. But but you do. Need a little girlfriend. You know what I mean? You need a little first heartbreak. You need that in, in high school. You need that in your formative because boy, I tell you this, when I suffered that first heartbreak at motherfucking twenty six. That's too old to have your first heartbreak, bro. When I say and when I say, I don't say that. The reason I say that is because like by that time you already kind of setting your ways a little way. Like you know you know how you move, and then everything shifts. It hit and it hit and it hurt. It hurt so yeah. bad. It hurts to this day. To this to day. This day. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. So I probably would have been you know. Kind of, cause you know, back then I was just trying to get my little dick yeah. wet, and I, I you know, I, I, I also probably would have told myself, "Yo, man, it's, it's you can't fix." Uh, I guess name redacted, but my 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 um my biological father, you can't fix him, boy. You he is who he is, and you can't wear that. Yeah, you can't wear that. You, you can't wear that. You have a father who's been here since you were six. He's right here. And holding it down. And, and holding 15, it down. At 15 is when I think I'm a little, I think I was always a little pri too prideful to have any self-hate. But it definitely was like, I was looking at myself like, yo, why can't you be more like him? Mm -hmm. But I can't because blood, I'm dissonant. So you yeah. know what I mean? Like. And I was, that's where that turmoil started where I was like feeling like, yo, what the fuck? And, and, and I wore that and I, I took it on me. It's not my it's not. fault. It's not your fault. You get me? It's not your fault, my boy. It's not your fault. Um, And I think I always, even to this day, I pride myself on, you know, even, you know, just because I, just because I can say I fucked up doesn't make the fuck up any less hurtful, <laughs> but I, that's where it started. Right, that's where it started. I, my dad and my mom always t they'd say like, I'd be the one 
they always knew when I did something because I'd stand next to it. When everybody else would oh, run, yeah. you stand. You stood right there. I would stand next to it. Yep. I stand next to the fire. I stand next to the, you know, the the, the bloody knife for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, my, me. So, um, I also would tell myself, "Hey, gear up! You're about to be a dad in two years." So, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, get your ass ready, my nigga. Hey, uh, you enjoy? You, you, are you enjoying your lack thereof childhood? Here, you're not gonna have one at all. Here's a child. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I would, uh, in in those, in those regards, you know, in regards yeah, to the pitfalls yeah, yeah. and the things of that nature. I think, um, I think those are probably the top four things that I could think of. Um, shit, man, listen, it, 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 like I said, I want it to be a conversation where we give ourselves advice, not we're trying to exactly. rewrite history, exactly, right, exactly. And I think in these conversations, it's it's such a line. It's a teeter. very thin line too. Because you start like you start like fuck it, just erase it, and then you know try no. I don't want to rewrite it. I life is gonna happen the way it happened. What is the if we had this opportunity? What is the advice? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. So you meet fifteen year old mm-hmm. you. What is one? What what is what? What are some articles of clothing that you're immediately just throwing out? You're just throwing out. And 15-year-old dude's going to look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? But you're just you're throwing it out. What is oh, it? Oh, man. Um, I was always a big fan, uh, even even then, like, because, like I said, I, 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 first got my, I first got that Metro card at, like, I got that Metro card at, four, like, 13 turning 14. And the buddy yeah, the little buddy pass, but no, my mom's got me a metro card to get oh, into the city. Okay, okay. So you, I'm starting you. to run around the city. I'm starting to see different people wearing different types of clothes. I ain't got the money to do it, but like when Nev would hand me down <laughs> some shit, this shit would be fire, or I would think it's fire. Uh, there was one. There was one sweatsuit that I ran. <laughs> Into the ground. It was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. I got to see if I can find a picture. I know it's on my old computer, but I got to see if I can even turn that shit on. But yo, there's a photo that I have. I'm standing in my sister's room and it's this gold Aniche. It's gold Aniche fucking velour sweatsuit. It was just, it was like all bad. And I thought I was doing it. I thought I, I bet what? You did. I, would, I put on a pair of Tim's or some Wallabies with that son. I thought I was doing it. It was disgusting. I bet you. It was filthy. It was I filthy, bet. disgusting work. I felt very bad for myself. I, I, I deserved every heartbreak that I got at that time. I was not, I was not, son, it wasn't until, it wasn't until I met D and Ricky that I really started to get on some, like, on some streetwear shit, like, started to find all, like, the, the dope up and coming, like, streetwear joints, like, Chrome Hearts before Chrome Hearts was Chrome Hearts, like, finding fucking... Right, right, right. Uh, a New York thing, fu- like, really getting into fucking, um, 
Ah, uh, dang. Uh, what was that? Uh, Frank's Chop Shop, the hats that they used to yes. sun. Uh, going to fucking wow, you took going to Supreme, going like hitting uh, bait when they was when before niggas was really getting bapesters. Fucking remember, uh, famous stars and straps, all of that, bro. Yes, yes, that, sir. Like it wasn't until I met D and Ricky that I really started to get on all of that shit. So, um. Thank you to them for changing my life because, uh, <laughs> goodness, I, son, funny, funny, right? I, uh, so I, I never, I, this story is always funny and I always try to tell it when Christine is around and I think she's asleep now, but, um, my first date with Christina wasn't a date with Christina. So, a lot of people I yeah, I rem- yeah, I remember you told us. Yeah. So a lot of people uh and I guess I, I this this could be a freebie story time for you guys uh so you guys understand <laughs> what you guys are getting in the Patreon. <clears throat> so uh the first time that I met Christina, of course, I was enamored with Shorty. Super. Right. Like of course. Nigga, seen her in the classroom. The thing that I like the most about her is that, or, or all of the kids in the classroom, none of them treated us like we were superstars or anything. We were all just regular. Nobody knew who the stars of the show were. It wasn't like they gave us right. any special treatment than anybody else. We all had to go to school together. We all had to, like, it was all the same thing. Um, the, I think it was like Christina's, Third, fourth time there. I always see her in the classroom. We walk in. We about to go to lunch. And they they kept this. It was an abandoned school that we were shooting in. So it didn't have like like the the electric and all of that stuff was provided by us. Mm-hmm. Like it was like with generators that <laughs> the wire had. So all like not all of the rooms were lit. There was no fucking heat most of the time. So those cold days was really cold. So she's walking through the halls. Like we, all of us going to lunch, she's walking through the halls. She's cold as shit. I give her my hoodie. It was this disgusting Def Jam University hoodie. Disgusting hoodie. But she she put the hoodie on. She said, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one thing led to another. I, I was on some like, yo, I'm feeling her. And she was like, oh, I think you're a really good friend. I want to hook you up with somebody. Look at her. <laughs> you made me want to leave the one with. My nigga. So she hooks me up with one of her friends. I think uh, her friend's name was, well, we'll just say redacted. This is, this isn't Patreon. I'm about redacted. to say this isn't yeah. Patreon. You yeah. guys can't get all of this that. This isn't a safe space. <laughs> it's not a safe space. So we all go on the date. <clears throat> we all go on the date, and we're uh, we're at the harbor. I, I forget where we. I think we went to like ESPN Zone or some shit. And I thought I was doing it. When I tell you I thought I was doing <laughs> it, I thought I was doing it. Let me tell you the outfit. <laughs> Super baggy Jerbo jeans on. Yuck. I'm already disgusted. super baggy. Patent leather red and white uh Air Force Ones. The 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 Valentine's the Valentine's edition. That's, patent leather. The whole thing patent that, leather. That's a good that's that's a good that's a good sneaker. I had a red and black sh- I had a red and white striped shirt on. And then I had a red 
white Yankee fitted on. Son, I looked like a fucking peppermint. I was about to say this is this is this is too messy. I, I, nigga, I looked like Fab on a bad day. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad, son. It was so bad that they, when they left, and this is how I knew I liked Christina. Christina told me that they joked on me the entire time back home, like the whole ride I, back to DC. They should have. They cut my ass up, but Christina had the heart to tell him, like, yo, let's not talk about him. And oh, look at her, a look sweetheart, at, even look then. at that. And you know, she's been having, she's been having my one. back since day one, <sighs> man. And she man, got the she, ring, she got the ring, she got, she got the, the ring. ring. So, shout out to her, she got the shout ring, got the motherfucking ring. She figured it out, <laughs> she got me together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mouse Jones, I, and I've been waiting for oh this God. one. Oh, man. Oh, God. If you can go back into your motherfucking closet at 15, <laughs> what's what's some of the jumps you throwing out? Okay. <laughs> I was, I'm five eight. <laughs> At 15, I was probably 5'1", 5'2". <laughs> oh. And I was I was dead set on dressing like Freeway. Like, I was oh, set on. Oh, wow. Like, every, like, I, I was dressed like a Boondocks character. Wow. Everything had to be super fucking big. I would throw it all out. Okay. Every right. single bit. Every okay. single bit. Uh, you, 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 remember, you remember a certain... A certain a certain fraternity of ours. Remember, we would we would uh, leave our our hoodies unzipped. Oh, absolutely. But we would tie. Yeah, yeah. Tie tie it up at the top. Leave it unzipped. And then, yeah. And then tie our our, our jeans inside of our shoestrings. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah, that that that, that definitely has to go. Every, I don't I don't know every, why we all thought we were Omarion and uh, nah, they weren't doing it. That that's it was no bueno. Had to, had to, <laughs> shoot, gone. It would be gone. It would gone. It would be gone. Um, son. Uh, what else? Um, I had this. I had this. I had this fucking. I had this motherfucking. Uh, the the Astros throwback. Ooh. Wow, wow. Throw it out. Wow. It was so big. It was so big. It was a nightgown. Listen, the the one thing that I the one thing that I was glad that I kept. That was overly sized. Uh, it was ridiculously overly sized because it was oversized on my brother when he handed it down to me. Um, he uh, so Vansons were popping at a time. Big Vanson, big Vanson. Vansons were popping at a time, and shout out to my mother, man, Monique Muncion, bro. She uh, she bought Tahir and Talia of Vanson. They were old enough to get Vansons, but she bought Tahir and Talia Vansons. She bought Talia like some like limited edition, like red, green, like the it was a regular Vanson, but like the colors on the back was it was had some type of pattern, whatever. But my brother, nigga, she got this nigga the Punisher face on the back, the skeleton mm. on the arms, black and white son. The shit was so crazy. And then he gave it to me, like. After 
years of wear and tear. So I'm going to my majority white school with this Vanson on thinking I'm doing it in front of them. And they on some like, you ride motorcycles? No, you just don't, you don't, you don't get it. You just, you, you just ruin, you ruin everything. everything. You ruin everything, Brian. God damn it, Scott. <laughs> Scott, you just ruined everything. Oh my God. Oh man. But yeah, I, I kept that joint. And when everything. I, uh, when I went to LA, thank God for 90210 and I actually bought a motorcycle. That was my jacket. Oh, you had a, you yep. had a bike. I I still I still Fire. ride well once in a blue. I haven't rode a bike in I haven't rode a bike in a couple of years now. But yeah, it's uh I still have it on my on my license. That's fire. That is fire. All right. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. You meet fifteen year old yep. you. You say, listen. I'm going to show you something. Come with mm-hmm. me. What part of life do you take? 15, what part of your life since 15 do you take your 15-year-old self to? What do you want him to experience? <clears throat> what is one thing you got to experience after being 15 that you think 15-year-old me would have loved this and definitely deserved to have this experience? Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah, pretty fucking good at this. Yeah, you're pretty good at this. 15 year old me. I'm not gonna lie. 15 year old me. This you know what like I would have done? <laughs> Listen, I would have took him. I would have took him to the 15. Ah oh, man, I'm trying to. He, but he. The only thing, the only reason I can't say that one is because he 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 experiences it two years afterwards. Um, I was going to say take him to a Jay-Z concert, but mm. all kids, deserve all kids, all children deserve to see Jigga man on stage. Um, no, uh, what, what did I experience? You know what? I'm gonna go a different way with it. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of showing him something that he should have experienced in a good way, I wish I would show him something that he should experience to be able to learn from and grow from at that age so that when it come when he okay. when he comes across it he's ready for it the ending of 90210 mm come on elaborate this sounds big um, sounds important <clears throat> i uh hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think I, I I I thank God for you know the things that He's done for me. I thank God often mm-hmm. for the things that He's done in my life. I live a very like very blessed life. A very like it, it's it's. I mean, very, you get to call me. I, I mean, act, I you, mean, you you live a a great life. <laughs> like, you get to call me me. You get to say, yo, that's my bro. That's my brother. It's my guy. Um, I can call him. He'll answer. But uh, I'm, I'm the the way that the way that a lot of things in my life has kind of gone. I didn't have to go through a lot of the same struggles as a lot of people, and I don't think I fully understood it until the ending of nine hundred two and zero, or not even at the end of nine the end of nine hundred two and zero. It wasn't until years later. Mm-hmm. Now the game that we're in, we all know, is very like tumultuous it's you know you have your ups you have your downs there's sometimes people ain't fucking with you there's sometimes where everybody's wants to give you the world and at the end of 90210 the way that it ended it put a really bad taste in my mouth about film about the film game and i think that was another very big factor in me backing out of acting for a while like I had music music was about to pop off and I was very much like you know what well I don't have to do like I have something else to lean on so I'm out peace uh for for just a little context when 90210 was about to end like we were on we were on our fifth season they kept on you know we kept on trying to figure out if we were going to do a sixth season how everybody felt about it what we were going to do because you know people have to set shit up Right. And they kept on telling us like, yo, you guys are going to come back or, you know, we're, 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 we're not thinking about dropping you guys or canceling anything. We're, we're, you know, we would let you know. It's nothing like that. Uh, especially because. And this is what the network this is, is saying? the network or is saying. Like the, the, okay. The network, like the actual, like mm-hmm. not even, not even Fox, CW, not Fox, CBS oh. is telling them, CW. telling us this. CBS. Okay. Yeah, nothing. Don't don't worry about it. It's it's not gonna be nothing crazy. Like don't. It's it's everything is gonna be all good. And I remember there was a certain few of us that, when mind you, the entire time we've done nine hundred two one zero, if we've done other auditions for stuff, we had to go through CBS. We had to ask. You know, we if mm-hmm. if um if it was a movie, we had to get cleared we had all of that stuff but for some reason at the end of like literally we're on episode if there's 20 episodes we're on episode 19 for some reason cbs is hitting us up to audition for other shows that are on cbs and Mm. and i'm what what can you say can you I mean, yeah, of course you can mm-hmm. speak to it now. Like, can you say what what some of those shows were? Uh, it was shows that never came out. It was like pilots gotcha. that they wanted us to to jump on and stuff like that. But it was only a couple of us. It was like 
me. It was, I think, Matt Lanter went out for a role. Um, it was literally like three of us that they were trying to throw bones. And I, and I, and I remember being like, nah, maybe they have some other stuff that they trying to pop off. I, they would ne- it wouldn't be like this. We get to episode mm-hmm. 20, the last episode. And, you know, we're in the middle of shooting it. And the producers of 90210 are reaching out to the to the network, like, yo, if this is our last season, you have to like, we would love to know just so we can write it a certain way. Like, we need to know at least how to write it. If this is gonna be the end, we should write it as if this is right. the end. If it's not, we shouldn't write this as the end. They were like, No, write it as if you guys are going into another season. That's what it's looking like. We're telling you, don't worry about it. Cool. Whole script, whole not, whole different script. We wrote it out. The shit turns crazy. We are probably now we're probably three, four, five days into shooting. And there's maybe 10 days of shooting. So we're like halfway through. And I'm walking into the makeup trailer and I see Shanae is crying. And I'm like, yo, like, what's going on? She said, You didn't hear? I was like, hear what? And I go on Twitter, like she's she said, go on Twitter. I go on Twitter. And all over in all over the internet, all over Twitter, all we had was Twitter back then, but all over Twitter, all over the internet, right. it was like, yo, all of our fans was hitting us up. Yo, oh my God, you guys are, oh my God, why did they cancel you guys? What the fuck is going on? And we're like, what? Like, what's going on? So now we're calling the producer of 90210, like, yo, did y'all know and y'all didn't tell us? Like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, yo. You're just telling us. We don't know anything. So now we're all trying to get people on the line at CW, blah, 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 at CBS. Nobody's answering. Wow. Finally, a day later, the people from CBS, or like the day or two later, the people from CBS try to come on our set, and they're trying to be like, yo, listen, we didn't mean for it to end like this. We didn't mean for it to be like that. You know, it. it, it I, I, we don't know who leaked what. Who leaked what? Like, what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you say? So, to me? from just from that experience, on and again, it it seems minuscule. It seems very like first world problems, but it 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 just was like it. It kind of just highlighted to me that we are very. Um, we could be thrown away. It, it nobody is indisposable no show is indisposable no thing is indisposable in this and it just it just left a bad taste in my mouth and I was like you know what fuck it I don't I don't want to do it no more and that was a very very big part so I would I would bring my 15 year old self to that all of that being said Mm. I would bring my 15 year old self to that to feel that and be like listen you can't let anybody stop you from doing anything all of these shits are hurdles and even if you trip over a hurdle, you got to get the fuck up and keep running. So, yeah. Mm. You're just going to teach that young man about disappointment early. early. You got to. You got to. <laughs> you got to, man. I, I wish, I wish, a part of me wishes that, because e- even then, looking back, I, I, I started to be like, yo, I wish I didn't live such a blessed life. I wish I would have gone through the trials and tribulations to understand 
just this business a lot more than I did. You know, I I I, I had a very fairy tellish mindset about the game and then left and then had to start all the way at the bottom, like all over again. This shit was crazy. So wow. same question to you. Uh, you can go either way with it, just like I did. Uh, if you can go grab 15-year-old Mouse and show him something, either show him something that he's never seen that you got a chance to see later, or give him a lesson that he needs to learn from at that age. I think... So here goes the thing about 15-year-old Mousy. He's going to get a shit ton of reality checks, okay? In the next coming years, he's going to get a shit ton of reality checks, specifically in the next two years when he bring that motherfucking 14-year-old Um, So I'm not, I'm not going to give him a reality check, no. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that kid, because that kid, that kid I remember specifically, that kid had no idea what he was capable of. When I say that, you know people, that, that that's like a, a underselling yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, you don't know what you're capable of. When I say he doesn't know what he's capable of, he doesn't know he's capable of anything. Of anything. Yep. At 15, I am content with being able to pawn this shit <laughs> and have my gun and, you know, aspire to be the tough guy that gets all the bitches. No idea. If you, if you asked him what his talent was, he wouldn't he, he wouldn't know. What is, what is your talent, Mousy? <laughs> I would take him. I would take 15-year-old Mousy to... You're going to remember, I would take him to BT Weekend, BT Experience of 2008. Son, I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. I would that. take him there. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a realization moment, right? Um, I'm blessed to have a lot of the people I was fans of as genuine friends, you being a brother. It was when I, that, and I don't know if you know, I don't know if I ever told you, but here we are. It was such a, uh, when you began to invite me to things, mm-hmm. whether it was New Year's, the party, and not to work. Just, just pull up. Yo, come on, pull up. Um, th- These were like stamps for me because it said you're more than just the, the, the hood kid who's, you know, talking shit on a podcast mm-hmm. and no, they're, they're, you're getting stamps and I'd be in these rooms and people would know who I am because of you. When you invited me to that dinner, the brother, yeah, 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 remember yeah, yeah. it was on a rooftop yep. and I think Superfly had just came out. So Trevor's yep. there and the guy that plays his nemesis yep, yep, is yep. there and, and, um, some other people are there. Um, I think that um, I think that I, I, I think that one was the one that Nipsey came to too. No, Nipsey came to the one after. Okay, 
Nipsey come Nipsey came rest in peace. Nip came to 2018, 2019. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nip came to 2019. Um, when we when when you did it at the uh at yeah, that other yeah, spot. Yeah. But this spot was on the roof with the with with shape with shape mm-hmm, moisture. Mm-hmm. And that's where we meet D. Shout out to D. Um Denora. Um and I'm like, oh shit. I'm I'm these are my it's not just my friend anymore. It's not just somebody I've been a fan of. This is this is my peer. Yeah. These are my peers. Um, I remember the boy from Daniel from Insecure. Uh, uh, yo, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, yo, no, I can't I pronounce always his name. Mess up his name. Yeah, yeah. I know his name. There was a conversation me and me and him had. It wasn't long at all, but it was the way he talked to me. He didn't know who I was, but there was the assumption that because I'm in this room and the way I carry myself, that I'm somebody. Mm-hmm. That was Friday night. Saturday, I'm going to take this moment to tell you. I'm going to stun a little bit. Oh, shit. <laughs> 2018, I just got, um, you know, TRL, you know, that that t- writing at TRL turned into me having my own show. Mm-hmm. Two shows on BT. I'll apologize later in the pull-up. That turned into I'll apologize later being such a big deal on the net on the on the YouTube that they wanted me on the radio yeah. room. So I was doing I'll apologize later from the radio room. But I also shout out to France. I was also hosting. Not, well, I wasn't hosting. I wasn't billed to host the um the the big concert at Staples Center. Nope. I was supposed to host this at yeah. LA Live. So I, I I co-host with this guy, fuck, I'm forgetting his name, Vince Swan. Okay. Um, I just I remember him from being at the time. There was a lot of they they he was an upcoming talent. They were behind because he was on fifties. Um, you remember fifty had fifty central? Yes, yes, the, yes, the, yes, the, yes, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. The the sketch comedy mm-hmm. show. So me and him co-hosted. I tore that motherfucker. Oh yeah, down. yeah. I tore LA live down to the point Franz said, whoa, my, they just hear at this point, New York is just like the industry is just hearing about what I do at dope barbecue, Beano show in Philly, um, mixy brunch. They're just hearing about it. Now you see it. Oh shit. So I'm and I'm dragging fifteen year old. Oh yeah, through the whole thing. Because I want you to see you this. Sit right here. Watch I want this. you to see this. Sit and watch, little <laughs> nigga. That was Saturday. No, that was that Friday too. No, that was early yep. Saturday. Do that. We go from that to now. I got to go to the radio room. I want you to see this young nigga because. Shout out to my producer Kira. Shout out to my DP Kev. We just set up. I'll apologize later. Like you know, we had the we we had the do rag mannequin with the questions mm-hmm. in it. Had the Tims. It we made it. It was just me, and um, you know that's where we met the city girls and V and uh, Saweetie. Early all these early artists, they're rushing to get to these tables now. Mind you, this is the radio room, so 
You know, all your vets are in Absolutely. there. All your professionals are Absolutely. in there. We blinked. And I wish I had Kira on the phone. We blinked. There was a line of artists in their PRs lined up in front of the table because they could see how much fun everybody's having at this table. Mouse, I want you, Mousy, I want you to see this because this is what you're capable yeah. of. There's something inside of you. So as we're doing that, getting tired. Woo, getting hungry. It's time to eat. My manager comes running in, Max. He says, yo, 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 come on, come on, come on. I said, what happened? He said, come on. I said, where are we going? He's like, yo, you got shut, to, you, you got shut out of the pot. I laid down. I said, why? He says, yo. No, so he comes in so rushed. I'm thinking I done fucked yeah. up. So I said, fuck what I did. Of course, always. Said, we always, when, whenever oh. our... Uh, Representation rushes in. It's like, all right, what did I do? What did I do now? And he, and he's like, he's flustered. He has this flustered look, like he doesn't know what to do next. So, and like, he's like answering two phones. He has my phone. So it's like, he has three at this point. And he says, uh, he's like, yo, whatever you did last night? I said, oh, shit. They got you hosting the Staples Center. I said, I, I would look at Mousy and said, you see this? I said, the Stable Center? He said, the Stable Center. We got to get over there right now. So if anybody knows, Stable Center is right behind yep. LA Live. You got to walk over there. So we run over there. We get over there. I don't have a dressing room. I don't have, honestly, two years in a row, I didn't have a dressing room. And But we'll, we'll get, get into, into that, that later. We won't get into that We're today, not going to get into it today, but understand. It will never happen. <laughs> it will never happen again, BT. You will never book me for the Staples Center and not have me have a fucking dressing room. Are you fucking... Never mind. <laughs> I don't want Mousey to see that. But what I want you to see is the way you step on that stage with less than 30 minutes to prepare for the biggest crowd you to this to this moment that you've ever seen in your life. Take him to that. Yeah. And I want him to see you rock that motherfucker. And have artists tell you they ain't never been introduced like that yeah, before. Man. That's why I would I, I would take That's him there. Fire. Because I feel 15-year-old him needs to see That's that. That's fire. Because for the next couple of years, his experiences are going to be so curtailed to his um, proximity mm-hmm. and his environment that it's going to shape what he's about to see. And the way he's about to see everything. So, yeah, I want you to see this. I want you to see there's a world bigger than North Babylon, Wine Danch, Brooklyn. <laughs> there's a world bigger than this. There's a world that exists outside of this. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. All right, cool. So, also, be prepared because in two years. In two years. Shit's about to hit hey, the fan. In two years, it's up for you, champ. You will <laughs> never know life. The same again in two years. So I want you to have all this fun now. Oh, man. <laughs> what you no, about to say? I was going to say, okay, so your time machine is about to go. And you have a few moments left with 15-year-old you. And you mm-hmm. have to leave him with a quote. Oh, shit. What would that Ooh. quote be? 
and why? I would leave him with a Hove quote, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, but this quote is from the re the the net the nip record. Mm -hmm. Remember he said, IRS all on my dick, trying to audit all my checks too late. You know they hate when you become more than what they expect. You know they hate when you become more than what they expect. Mm. You can't wear other people's perception of you. And as much as this I don't give a fuck mentality you give off, I mean it now. But back then I was saying it, but I really yeah. gave a fuck. I don't give a fuck with nobody think. What you think about me? <laughs> Where now, at 32, and for a very long time, I've been like, I don't give a fuck and keep walking. 15-year-old me would be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Are y'all caring? Are y'all caring that I don't give a fuck? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm -mm, no. Um, yeah, I, I you, you can't wear their disappointment. Moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandparents, you can't wear their disappointments. They gonna hate when you become more than what they expect. And when I say hate, it's not always a visceral mm. hate. But it's the uncomfortability that they have engaging with you now that you've gone further, you've gone past what they expected you to go past. You've you've surpassed certain things that they didn't expect you to exceed, let alone meet. They didn't expect you to meet this. Oh, he'll never do that. He did what? I used to, I used to get offended when certain people would be surprised at my accomplishments. I used to get offended. Like, what? What you mean? You, what? I told you when I started this, this was going to mm -hmm. happen. You told me it wasn't. I told you. Why are you surprised? <laughs> They're going to hate when you become more than what they expect. Remember that hate isn't always, argh. it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I can't live my life worrying Based about on that. anybody else, yeah. That's the quote. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, now you quote master. <laughs> Man, right? <laughs> quote master flex, quote master flex. <laughs> <laughs> um yo you think you think um you think he you think the the doctor dropped bombs when funk fuck out body done son uh <laughs> it's so funny uh i'm not even gonna talk about who said it in my group chat but niggas some somebody in the group chat and and you know no disrespect to my man flex um yeah, yeah, no disrespect to my man Flex. My yeah, man. yeah. Uh, but niggas was like, yo, this nigga Flex got his BBL and he's been acting up. I said, Oh. oh he's been wearing yeah, he's been he's been wearing he's been wearing less going out. Oh. <laughs> and the only reason he I can his, say that little, is because he got his, we watched you get that. He got thing his little done. body yeah, snatch. Yeah, yeah. He listen, sis got her body snatched and she, she is outside, outside with all the girls. Outside with all of the girls. Sis got her body sis got her body done. She's outside with Rowdy. Yes. yes. She is outside with 
Um, in all of the pictures. French. She's outside with... <laughs> she's outside with Jada Kiss. Looking all calm. 36, 42, 33. Jesus Christ. Sis is... <laughs> sis is outside. Son. Um... But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God! Uh, the quote that I would say, and I would uh, the quote that I would tell him is, it's a quote that I it's a quote that I I I've constantly come across. Um, I would change it a little bit, just like add something in it, mm-hmm. but um. The quote is from A.A. Milne, and the quote is, um, you are braver than you believe, you are stronger than you seem, and you're smarter than you think. But the most important thing is, even if you feel like we're apart, I'm always with you. Mm. Um, I think, not I think. When I was, when the when everything started to kind of come down, and I yeah. started to really feel all of the all of the things that the world was kind of putting me up against, um, I think a lot of times I I I I very often were, was very close to giving up and just didn't understand. I didn't understand my own self-worth. I didn't know my own strength. I didn't know I didn't know my own abilities. I questioned my abilities. And it just had to get to a place where I realized how dope I am. I realized how smart I am. I realized how strong a nigga is. But uh yeah, I I would I would I would tell him that tell him to just, you know, Put that in your pocket. You're gonna need it later, and <laughs> let that mur- let that, let let that let thing marinate. Let that thing marinate for a while. <laughs> you know, let, you know. Make sure you get up and read that thing every single mm-hmm. day, and just understand that you know you can't. It, very similar to yours, you can't let anybody dictate or dictate what you have or the lack thereof. Right. You that it. The it always comes from you. It always actually it doesn't come from us. We know where it comes from, but you have to understand that you live in abundance. You are abundant, and you can low key do whatever you want, anything you want. The world is always your oyster. You only you only mm. uh, the only person that really stops you is you. So uh, that's even something that I had to even tell myself today. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. But the most important thing is, even if you feel like we're apart, I'm always with you. Understand that, even mm. if nobody got you, you got you, you got you, and that's all that matters. Shaba, Bobo, yes, yeah, sir. All right, well, it was good talking to you, Mouse. <laughs> um, yeah, listen. Um, Enjoy the ride, right? Yeah, I'm gonna check in with you in two years. See how you like in life. And at 15, I was uh, that was before that was before I became T Max. So I think I was still 
I was still either Lil Nev, like they were, you know, my brother's Nev, so I would be Lil mm-hmm. Nev, or um, my, my, the family name was Tuffy, because I was always trying to fight. My, my family name was <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly Lemonhead. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, oh my that God. Was- <laughs> so, yeah. It was Tuffy, but the uh, yeah. but the hood name was uh, Bloody Genius. So there it goes. Yeah, that was that's what that was. All right. Well, listen, y'all. Y'all got to meet us at fifteen. Yep. Um, to be honest, guys next door, y'all lucky because if we would have linked at fifteen, you motherfucker. Oh my god! Oh my god! But in thought, okay. <laughs> it would have been terrible. I, I, nigga, I would have showed up every day. If I knew Mac at 15, I would have showed up every day at the motherfucking YSA. Nigga. Like, nigga. Until they put me on. Like, nah, just, just go. go. Don't speak. Just go next. So I had everybody in the family on the show. Anybody who came down to Baltimore, I had them on the show. My dad, he was an extra on the show. My sister was an extra on the show. Nev, no, an man, extra they on the son. Me they would have wrote me. Oh, absolutely. Me in. Do you understand me? I would have. They, they would have like, all right, action. Yo, Mike, what up, baby? <laughs> What's up, baby? Good, good, good to see you. All right, yeah. You know, yeah. I'd been, yeah. I would have been, I would have been building my character, talking, yeah, you know, because I'm out here, fifteen, hustling, big grip, shooting big niggas. Grip. Whoever needs it, whoever needs it, I got you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. We could do this together, Mike and Mouse. Yo. We could do this together. You feel me, son? I'm son. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, that's our, uh, that's our episode, man. You know, it was, it was really good yeah. talking to you. A little toughy. Actually, you know, since uh, Chaylena is um, probably doing womanly things, we actually do have a listener letter. Oh, you I got, got it? it? I got the listener letter. Oh, good. Good. Um, I was about to read this shit. <laughs> so, again, guys, if you don't know, uh, which you should know because we say it every damn week. You should know. Uh, if you have a... For two years. For two years. We can say that now for two years. Two years. Absolutely. If you have a letter that you want read on air, you can send it to guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. You know, uh, if it is a relationship letter, it doesn't have to be. You can just be hitting us up to give us some love or just, uh, you know, tell us about your your pet fish that you take walk, walks with. Um, You're an thank idiot. Thank you. <laughs> um, but again, if you... If you really want to have a letter uh, sent up and... and talked about on air make sure that you hit guys next door one two three at gmail.com so today's epi- today's joint is from kitty now mind you she sent two letters and the second letter she says first she said honestly i just reflected on the fact that i if i had to send this email the relationship probably wasn't meant for me i just had to go through it through the experience and take it for what it is. I'm actually too nervous to hear hear y'all advice. It may hurt my villain, my feelings, LOL. I just needed to vent. I'm sorry, Kitty, but we are already here. You're already <laughs> invested. You're going to get this work. <laughs> You're going to get this the work. The subject is being with the shits a bad thing. No. <sighs> okay. 
Hey guys, y'all can call me Kitty. I know, it's random, but it was a nickname that was given to me. Okay, what's up, Kitty? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kitty want this mouse, that's what it is. <laughs> Kitty, Kitty want that thing pet, as I hear you. Kitty want that thing, she want, she want that thing pet. Stroked, baby, you know what eh? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> she said, yeah, I am 25 it. years old and I have a two-year-old son. Okay, okay, okay. My son's father and I are no longer together due to an unhealthy relationship. I took about a year and a half being single, finding my happiness and loving on me. As you should, queen. As you should not. Don't listen to Mouse. Don't That's listen dumb. to Mouse. After dumb. some time, I met my current man. Side note, my son's father and my current man are people I've met on dating apps. Yeah, sounds like a recipe for disaster, I know. My male friends tell me to stay off dating apps because they think it's for people who have issues, LOL. I don't think I have issues. I just don't think I really pay attention uh, to men when I'm out on the scene. Now, everybody has issues. Sounds like an issue. Everybody has issues, and you thinking that you don't have an issue is an issue. So, let's get back (laughs) into this. I'll try to give y'all a little background about me and my man. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. More specifically, I'm a valley girl. Oh, you're from the valley. Heard you, ma. (laughs) Uh, I currently reside in Sherman Oaks. My man is 31 and was born in Chicago. Went to high school in Atlanta and moved to Los Angeles 10 years ago. Okay, he's a transplant. He stays in Woodland Hills and has a two-year-old daughter. Okay, so you have a a, a similar struggle. Uh, mm-hmm. So we are fairly close to each other. Uh, if you if you familiarize, if you're familiar with the SF SFV, what is? San Fernando Valley? I guess. I guess that's San Fernando Valley. I guess it stands for that. Anyway, we met on a we met online and instantly hit it off. And he invited me to Chicago to bring in the new year together. And I met his family and his friends. We've only known each other for four months now, so I'm not rushing or forcing anything. But there are a couple of things that are concerning me. One, I've never been to his house. He claims his daughter's mom has access to his house and has cameras set up so that she can monitor their daughter when she's not around. I eventually heard the house is in her name, but she, quote unquote, doesn't live there. Yikes! Two, I haven't met his daughter, which isn't a huge deal, but he has met and been around my son often. He doesn't want you to introduce, he doesn't want to meet his daughter like this. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's your, your problem. problem. The fact that you injured, yeah, that's, the hell? Yeah. Three, he fell for me pretty quickly, and I was concerned about. And I was and was concerned about me not giving my all to him. Uh, so when I did start opening up, he started to pull back and became more distant. He he became more distant when you opened up. What are we talking about? You opened up that he became more. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm. <clears throat> Number four, don't judge. This is a judgment free zone. This is a judgment-free zone. Uh, We have had a couple of threesomes already prior to becoming exclusive. What? I've told him I'm down to do it for his happiness because he gets off seeing me receive double the pleasure, and I believe him. He'll tell me he loves me while we're fucking another girl, and I've told him it's not something I want to do all the time, more like every blue moon. But when I told him I wanted to pick the pick a girl because I didn't like his taste in women, my plans didn't fall through, and I felt like I disappointed him. 
my question is, why do men tend to want to lock me down and then fall back? Do men look at me as some sort of fast girl because I can be with the shits? I'm not easily impressed, uh, but once you get me to open up, it's a whole new realm. Uh, she left out an A, so it's <laughs> rem, 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 realm, realm, realm. You enter, you uh, you enter into with me. I'll always remain easygoing and down to earth, but I feel like niggas get too comfortable and start slacking off. So I broke up with him a week ago. At least I feel like it was a breakup because I told him to come get his shit from my crib. But we haven't actually had a real conversation to give each other closure. Is he avoiding a breakup? If he is, why? Side note, I'm a Virgo and he's a Taurus. So we're both pretty sexual beings. There's so much more to it, but I know y'all hate long ass letters. Any advice would be helpful. Okay, let's look at these pictures. Okay, okay. All right. She's the she's the one in the front with the with the with the red bottom, the the the, the yellow bone. Okay, okay. All right. Got something. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Nice, nice. I don't, I don't see why she felt the need to send us picture of this nigga with his uh, with his goddamn shirt, shirt off. off. I, I could I could that. definitely go without that. You know, I don't need to see all of that. It's not. Necessary. Mm, that was that was not pertinent. <laughs> it wasn't pertinent. That was not pertinent. That was definitely not pertinent. Certainly not. Uh, okay. Okay. Um your question is why do men tend to want to lock you down and then fall back? I think I think and I you know I'll start it off and then I'll let I'll let Mouse Joe. Mm-hmm. I'll be good cop. Mouse Jones, you'll be bad cop, okay? <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> uh, this is this is Mouse Jones reading for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so considering that you guys have only been talking for four months, and that you guys have engaged in, as you say, a couple of threesomes. A couple of a them couple things. of threesomes, um, and you're wondering why you started to quote unquote open up and I guess tell him more about yourself or whatever. Why is he being distant? You you gave you go ahead stop being trying you trying to be being nice go you ahead, gave him shit. the pussy and not even not not only did you give him the, <laughs> not only did you give him the pussy you gave him other pussies like you gave him multiple pussies before he locked before before you gave go my ahead, man you, multiple box boxes to play it you know how like you know how like on Christmas Day you know a lot of the younger kids they like you know they open up the toy box and it's like oh my god you think they're gonna play mm-hmm. with the toy and no they just wanna play in the box obviously they, they he just wanted to play in the box he's not trying to he's not if he's not connecting with you if he's not like trying to figure you out it fell for you quickly in four months slim he wanted that thing. Wanted he thing. wanted that thing. And you let that thing thing. You let that thing. He got the thing. You kept and not even did not even did that you let it thing. You kept that thing thanging. 
That thing was thanging. You kept that, that thing. That if, if, if that thing was doing something, that thing was thanging. Was thanging. You kept that thing thanging that thing and brought other me. things around to thang with you. you. Bought more things. You bought more things to the thing. <laughs> Go ahead, mouse. Go ahead, mouse. Who child? <laughs> Where do we start? So clearly, you know, this is all in jest because she's already made the right decision. Ooh, Oof. child. The fact. There's so many places. There's so to go, many. Right? There's so many. Um <laughs> listen, we're we're all sexual beings. You're in charge of sexual Absolutely. agency. But sex does not exist in a vacuum when in a relationship. Talk about it. So when you start to have these massive sexual adventures. There's nothing else to like work for, right? So, so here's another thing. You said he fell for you quickly. Whatever quickly is is in, in four months. You start to open up after he already fell for you. So maybe he's falling back because he's already put his all out and didn't get the response mm. that he was looking for. Um, may, maybe you could be playing chess with checker players. Wow. Um, I think that's really what it boils down to. The whole entire time that letter, that's what I just kept hearing. Like, you're playing chess with checker players and um, giving up all your and giving up all your pieces. You gave up your queen and gave him other queens. Beth Beth Harmon would never. By the way, did you see that she won the Golden Globe? Did you see that she won the Golden Globe? Yes, I did. But I also seen that Matt Black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. Shout out to Daniel Okuye. Shout out to Shorty that played Nina Simone. No, not Nina. Not Nina. She played. Uh, she played Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday. Look at me. My fourth black history. My overload. Hundred day. Oh, Somebody introduce. Lord of mercy. Hey, he's married. Yeah. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm gonna stay out of that. Audra, if you would like to be married, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> but yeah, girl, you listen. No, it doesn't matter what we say here because you have already made the right decision. Uh, moving on. Uh, just make sure you listen. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Exactly. That's the only advice I got for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Cause you know you, you're 25. Yes, 25. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. I was gonna say something, and I, we definitely would have got canceled. Cause you would have agreed, and we would have got canceled. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, I'll wait till these mics are off the way oh, it's supposed man. to be done. Exactly. Um. Yeah. But listen. Um. Shout out to Kitty. I'm glad that you got the. Necessary closure, necessary closure that you needed. Um, and congrats Meow. to all the new. Mm, no, he just he, <laughs> he, wow. Yep, he did that. On that note, that hey, listen, if y'all have a listen to letter you want read on air, make sure you send it to guysnextdoor one two three at gmail dot com. That is guysnextdoor one two three at gmail dot com. Um, make sure you put your own name in the subject line, or Che's gonna read what's in front mm-hmm. of her. If it is a relationship-based question. It doesn't have to be, but if it is, make sure you send a picture of yourself and your suitor. Preferably if it's a nigger <laughs> with his fucking shirt on. Yo, the hard ER, though. Because Kitty K- 
Kitty, you fucking you bugged yeah, out. Yeah, man. I, ain't nobody want to see that man. We nipples. literally never wanted to see that. I don't know who you thought it was. I, for, I guess I guess she thought Che was gonna answer it, but here goes the thing: Che isn't sitting on the house. Three niggas are sitting on the house. <laughs> Therefore, it needs to be presentable for us. Exactly. Okay. Thanks. Oh my gosh. She's acting like she don't know how toxic masculinity or patriarchy works. Oh man. The fuck is wrong with her? Man, I, I seen I seen, um, I seen more yes. nigga titty than I needed to today. Oh Lord, that was more nigga than I had to ever see in my <laughs> life. But um, if I'm being honest, Shay is off cooking dinner in the kitchen. Yeah, or, whatever or something. I, I think I so, smell something. Yeah, yeah, I smell something burning. So um, on that note, if you there's smell no chase explanation. So what I will say, what Jelena? Make sure you follow us at all social media platforms. Guys next door. Guys Next Door, Guys Next Door Pod. It is Guys Next Door Pod on all social media platforms. Remember, if you're on Clubhouse, to follow the Guys Next Door Clubhouse room. Um, make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Guys Next Door Podcast. And most importantly, head your black ass over to that patreon.com backslash Guys Next Door Pod. Become a patron and pick up your keys today. Please. On that note, I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Mac Wilds. That's Mac Wilds. Peace. And we'll see y'all last on Thursday when we be in gossipy and messy and chatty. <laughs> you know, because we give y'all balance. We give y'all balance. Yeah. Get y'all ass a balance. Peace. And we are Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.